Hey everyone, if you've ever struggled with having and praying with supernatural faith, this episode is perfect for you because we're going to be covering how to get and operate with supernatural faith. Welcome to episode number 13 of the Be Healed podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and this podcast is a place where you get personally coached to operate in the miraculous power of God for faith, for healing, and for miracles. I'm excited you've joined us, and I know God is going to do miraculous things as you get ready to receive supernatural faith. Hey everyone, great to be with you today as we unpack this idea of getting supernatural faith. Yeah, I always love bringing these truths to people, and I'm so glad that you've joined me for this conversation about supernatural faith, because it's the kind of thing that will create breakthrough that you've never experienced before. There are a lot of people who are praying and seeking to get healed or seeking a breakthrough, but they're often using what I'll refer to as natural faith to do it. So if you want a supernatural breakthrough, you need a miracle, you need a healing, you need a diagnosis to change. Maybe you've been diagnosed with COVID-19, maybe you've been diagnosed with cancer or an irreversible uh, condition uh, that the doctors have told you, and you need a supernatural breakthrough. You're going to need a supernatural faith to get it. And the first thing we're going to do is discuss the idea that there are two different realms operating upon the earth. The first realm is what is referred to as the physical realm, our natural physical world. The second realm is known as the supernatural or the spiritual realm or the spiritual world. This is the world where a different set of rules apply. In the natural realm, we may think of the laws of gravity, the laws of relativity, and things that we know in physics, the things we can touch, things we can feel, things we can measure. But in the supernatural realm, it's the realm of the supernatural, meaning it's over the natural, and it is operating with a different set of rules and laws. And the spiritual world, though many don't see it, it is actually impacting everything in our lives all the time. Now, I think about the amazing reality of Jesus Christ when the Father sent him to the earth and he was begotten of the Virgin Mary. And here we have this amazing picture of Jesus being the Son of God, being around before creation, but being manifested upon the earth. And his coming into the earth realm was a piercing of the spiritual world of light and life into the natural world, which was under the curse of the law of sin and death. And here you have Jesus piercing this natural realm, and he's operating in the heavenly realm, though he's still walking in the physical realm. So you have this amazing intersection between these two different realms. And when you see Jesus walking on the earth and you see him walking through the cities and he's encountering sick people, he said things like, be healed, rise up and walk. 
He said things that nobody else said. He spoke to the natural wind and the natural waves, and he said, peace, be still. And it was demonstrating that his realm, his spiritual power was overriding the laws of the natural world. When Peter in Matthew chapter 14, which is one of my favorite texts in all the Bible, uh, asked Jesus, he said, command me to come out to you upon the water. And Jesus said, come. And he enabled Peter to walk on top of the water. This spiritual power was overriding the natural law of gravity, and it enabled Peter to operate in a glory realm. Supernatural faith literally operates in the realm of glory. And when the supernatural faith from the realm of glory is operating, it pierces and, listen now, it overrides the natural law or the natural realm. And this is why Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, verse 9, he said, and heal the sick there and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near you, not the kingdom of the earth, not the kingdom of the world, but the kingdom of God has come near you. The supernatural heavenly realm has pierced the bondage in the natural realm. Now, we were in Chicago during a time when there were many gangs who were shooting each other. And the weekend that we were there, there happened to be over 70 uh, gang-related murders. And our team from our ministry, Every House, was there to minister the peace and the grace and the love of Jesus to these people. And we saw God do mighty things. And I remember one woman whose leg was shorter than another and whose entire physical stature wasn't straight. Her spine was crooked. Many things had been out of place. But we spoke the word of God. We spoke the peace of God. We accessed that supernatural realm and saw God straighten this woman's spine and grow her leg in front of us. These are the examples of Jesus said, heal the sick there and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near you. It is an expectation that whatever is impossible in the physical realm will be made possible by faith that's operating in the supernatural realm. So let's let's continue to talk about these two kinds of faith. Somebody may say, well, pastor, what is natural faith? This is the kind of faith that everyone has. It's the kind of faith that says, when I get in my car and I'm about to drive, I believe the brakes will work. When I turn the faucet on, I believe water will come out of it so I can brush my teeth. It's faith that is derived or sourced from our own faculties, our mind, our emotions, our experiences. Now, this is very important to understand because natural faith is framed, created by the things that we've learned and the things we've experienced. 
This is where if a person has had very bad experiences in life, their outlook of the world will be framed often by those experiences. And if a person has had very positive experiences, then their outlook will be framed by that. In other words, we're going to see life through the lens of our experiences and our education. Even in church, if we've never seen anyone healed before, and we learned that miracles no longer happen today, our faith will be framed by that teaching and by that experience. But if, like others, you've grown up seeing miracles and learning that miracles are for today, you're going to have a different outlook about what is or is not possible. So again, natural faith is sourced from our education, what we've learned, and our experience, what we've been through. But supernatural faith is very different. And this is a wonderful word for anyone who's really suffered a great deal in their life. Because supernatural faith can be accessed by every believer in Jesus. Let's turn to Hebrews chapter 12, and we're going to look at verses 1 and 2 to see where supernatural faith really comes from. It says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. The Bible teaches that we should look unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith. And let's remember, Jesus is the Son of God. And though he was walking in the flesh, he is still 100% divine. He is supernatural. He is from everlasting to everlasting And he is the one who is authoring or creating and finishing our faith. In other words, he's the beginning and he's the end of our faith. Could you imagine this? It's saying that Jesus, who is the king in the heavenly realm, is the one who sources and creates our faith. You see, in John chapter 1, verse 14, This verse really, really helped me, and I believe it will help you also. It says, the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. You see, Jesus, his flesh, is the incarnation of all that has been prophesied in the word about him. He is the fulfillment of all that was spoken of by the prophets and the law and the writings. And that's in the Gospel of Luke. So this king, this supernatural miracle worker is literally making our faith. 
It comes from him. He's the source of our faith. You may have had a thousand terrible experiences, but once you meet Jesus, he now begins to author the supernatural faith inside of your life. And that's why even in Ephesians chapter 6, in verse 16, Jesus is revealing through the Apostle Paul to the church at Ephesus. He says, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. You know, in the context of that scripture, the shield is part of the armor that's called the armor of God. And so I, I, want, to, I want to help you with something that if you've been trying to ask God to improve your faith or trying to better your faith or try to make your faith stronger, you can stop because God didn't really call us to improve our faith. He literally wants to give us his faith inside of us when we become saved. This is an amazing gift that God gives to us. Could you imagine that the shield of faith with which we are able to put to an end all the fiery darts of the devil, that we can have that, that we should take that up. In the Gospel of Mark, chapter 11, in verse 22, Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. However, a closer inspection of that text reveals that it really teaches have the faith of God. And Jesus goes on to describe that you can move a mountain. Now, normally we would probably think that that kind of faith is only reserved or that kind of miracle is only reserved for Jesus. But Jesus is saying, no, you operate like me. You can have my faith. And this is an awesome reality because as soon as we begin going into a state of agreeing with God to operate with his faith in our life, we begin operating in miracles. When we are holding healing conferences or praying for the sick, there's often this tension that I feel as a minister that I'll feel this temptation to begin using my own mind when I look at someone who's sick. Let's say they can't hear or their body's deformed or they've been in a particular condition for a long time. And my natural mind will begin to process that information and it, I'll begin having that natural struggle with faith. But when I do something that God tells us to do, I purpose to crucify that old mind. I purpose to not operate according to what I see, what I feel, what I can measure. I refuse to come underneath the lens of experience, and I refuse to look at natural conditions as final. And I begin to say, God, I'll be a vessel. I'll be a conduit. Lord, I will see what you say. I will listen to what your word says, and I will see that instead of thinking about natural, reasonable law. 
because once I do that, now I'm in the realm of what the scripture says, all things are possible for God. Now, you can do this. You could look at the condition that you're going through right now, and you could begin to say, how have I been approaching this? How do I see my body? How do I see this diagnosis? How do I process this? And what do I believe about this? And if you're very honest with God, you're going to often find that you are struggling with thoughts of doubt, with thoughts of reason, and you'll find that those are contained in natural faith. But here's what's wonderful about the good news of Jesus Christ. We can repent. We can take it to the cross. We can crucify it. And we can declare, God, I will operate with your spirit and with spiritual power instead of natural experience. The Apostle Paul was even speaking a tremendous truth in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. He says, but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. You see, if we choose to operate in the natural realm, we're not going to be able to operate with supernatural faith. But once like Paul in Galatians 2.20, he says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Isn't that powerful? He says, it's no longer I who lives, but Christ lives in me. He says, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. I believe in Jesus. I believe in what he said. I believe in what he said I can do and be. Oh, the Bible says that he loved us and gave himself for us in Galatians 2.20. Paul is describing the transaction that needs to take place to get supernatural faith. Here it is. Crucify. Take to the cross your natural thinking. Take to the cross your natural limitation. No longer look at natural law. And you're going to see legs grow the deaf hear, the blind seeing, you're going to come into miraculous faith and it will break through in your own body. You see, God loves supernatural faith because that's his faith. That's what he's given to you. Oh, let's remember what Paul said to the church at Ephesus in chapter two, verse six. He said, that he raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Could you imagine that right now in the spiritual realm, you're seated together with Christ in heavenly places? My goodness, that's where I want to pray. I believe you want to pray from that place too. But in order to pray from the heavenly places, let's do what Mary did in Luke chapter 10. Let's Let's sit at Jesus' feet and hear his word. This is the key. If I hear his word, I receive his mind. If I receive his mind, then I understand his 
perspective, will, and I wind up getting his faith. So if you've struggled with having and operating with supernatural faith, go after it. Crucify that old natural nature with its experiences and its education and take hold of the supernatural faith that Jesus is going to author. He's going to do it with his word. And I want to tell you that because his word is supernatural, it's got the power to override your natural thinking. I know that many times we feel and think thoughts of fear, of doubt, but the word of God is powerful for the pulling down of strongholds, and we need to cast down every imagination and argument against it. And I want to testify to you today. I want to tell you that the word of God is a living word. It's a powerful word, and it will minister, heal, change, restore, and strengthen and equip your mind to think like God. I want to tell you that when you begin to get aligned in your mind and your heart with the word of God, you will be operating in supernatural faith. You don't have to wait for someone to lay hands on you to get healed. You can get healed right now. I want to tell you, it's there for you. Open up that Bible. Set aside that time. Get in God's word. Make that decision. Tell the Lord, today I crucify my natural thinking. Lord, elevate my mind into your supernatural realm. God, I declare I shall disagree with natural reason. I shall agree with the supernatural word. Begin to speak to your body. Tell it to become healed in the name of Jesus. You begin to lay hold of it and practice and train. And my goodness, you're going to get your breakthrough. This is a wonderful, beautiful promise of the word of God. I pray this has blessed you. Be sure to send this podcast to a friend you know it will bless. Send it to the sick. Send it to the hurting. And make sure you send us your testimony of what this podcast is doing and how the truth of God's word is changing your life. You can do that by sending an email to contact at everyhousenow.org. God bless you. We love you. And I look forward to talking with you next week. Thank you for listening to the Behold podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube. 
youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.